This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1237, English in the Wild, getting traction in native conversations. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. Today, we continue our two-part series on showing you how to get traction and participate when you hear natives speaking quickly. Get the second two features of connected native speech today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Jessica, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about pronunciation and how we are so weird when we talk. Yeah, I know. It's like our, for our listeners, I mean, they don't necessarily want it sound 100%, you know, natural and American, but they want to be able to understand what they're hearing, right? That is the first priority to hang on, as we said last week, <laughs> and just get some traction in a conversation. If we don't know what people are saying, we can't do that. I love that idea. I love that idea of getting traction in listening because that, that really has a, like a complete image for me. Oh, yeah. As far as the rules we're teaching you guys in the last episode and today, like these are like literal rungs of a ladder of conversation. And you have to like be able to track these and hang on to these sounds to be able to follow and understand. And just to remind you guys, this is still completely in line with connection, not perfection, because these are things that you need to recognize and understand to connect. But on the other hand, you don't have to make yourself use them all the time and be perfect, right? So true, Jessica. Exactly. Guys, so if you didn't catch last Thursday's episode, it was 1233. Go back and listen to that one first because we get to introduce you to the first two rules of connected speech that you want to pay attention to in order to get that traction that we're talking about. I'm imagining like grabbing onto the back of a car, a bumper of a car as it's like (laughs) running away from us and and the the car running away is the conversation, right? And we want to grab the back of the bumper and that's what these episodes are going to help you guys do. So, yes. Oh, I love it. So without these episodes, guys, this truck is just running away from you and your (laughs) fingers are slipping off and it's gone. It's into the sunset. But with these rules, we're giving you a skateboard and you are on the skateboard holding on to the conversation. (laughs) Okay, maybe I took that too far, but that's how I pictured it. (laughs) It's a good one. It's a good analogy. So then so we have the first piece, right? We have half the skateboard. And what is the second half of the skateboard? I mean, last week we talked 
talked <laughs> we talked about assimilation, uh, right? And elision. Yes. So those two things, guys, go back and look at those. But today, what are we getting into? Okay. I love these rules too. It's so fun. All right. So the first one has the most difficult name, but it's really the most common and the easiest to recognize. So the next rule is called catenation. Catenation. It's such a weird word. Yeah. All it means is that when one word ends in a consonant and the next word ends in a vowel, then they become joined. And that's obvious, guys. Like, mm-hmm. take the phrase an apple. Like, we, we can't stop in between these words. So instead, they just become joined. So anytime there's a consonant and a vowel next to each other, even of two different words, they just get mushed together and it sounds like one word. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I think that even as adult native speakers, sometimes when this happens in songs, we don't, we don't get it. Like we <laughs> totally, we end up thinking it's the wrong thing. Like the next one that we're going to share is a common riddle in our, in our <laughs> culture when it comes to kids and ice cream and that kind of thing. <laughs> but well, let's just introduce it and then I'll tell my story. <laughs> okay. I love this. Okay. So when uh, kids and adults are excited yeah. about ice cream, this is what Who we say. Who doesn't get excited about ice cream, I know. By the way. Exactly. I know you, Lindsay. Ice oh, cream is like know, one of the most exciting things. So <laughs> <laughs> um, we say, ice cream, you scream. We all scream for ice cream. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. And then the kids jump up and down. And usually like totally. you know, when your parents take you out for ice cream, they'll ha- they'll like sing this with you. I don't know. I think maybe birthday yeah. parties or something. That's the context. And when I was a kid, I, I also didn't disconnect these. So I was like, what is yeah. use cream? What is use cream? What the, heck is that? <laughs> For the longest time. <laughs> you thought it was one word? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it can't totally cause confusion like that. There all the time as adults, all of a sudden we realize this belief or misunderstanding we had when we were little. This happened yeah. to me this weekend with oh. my sister when we said, um, you know how we say like open sesame? Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was like supposed to be open says me. Oh, like it's totally not. Like it's totally not. That's so so funny. Yeah, but this is a good, okay, super good example, right? So on the one hand, we can say I scream. It means like I'm yelling or it can also be ice cream. Right. But when you mush them together, it can be either. It's it's the same, ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and it still stumps some adults. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love that's that. so great. That is um, so okay. the next one, guys, is also super fun. And it, this one is also easy to understand, I think. This yeah. one is called intrusion. <clears throat> so when there are, usually it's when two vowels are next to each other. Mm-hmm. Our mouth has to make a consonant sound to connect them or else we just have to like have silence and we can't do that when we talk. So the first two examples are the sounds ya and wa. So for example, I'm if I'm, you know, like having a conversation with you and I want to agree, I'm not going to say I agree. Like I don't, I can't stop talking like that. So I have to insert the sound ya and it turns out I agree. I agree. Exactly. And guys, you already know about these rules. Maybe you didn't have a name for these rules, but you know, these things are happening, right? Or at least you're sensing something like this is happening. So now you have a chance to put a name to it so you can start to identify it. So that's one good example. And then the wa sound, right? When we say, we don't say go on, right? That would take way too long and no one has time to pause like that for a half a second. 
So instead, we say go on, go on. We add the w sound. Exactly, exactly. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> it just, and like you said, these are things you're probably already doing, guys. Yeah. Like just not even knowing it. So again, like at like respecting adult learners, I think it goes so far for your confidence to hear these things and to have them sort of be validated. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm already doing this. Yeah. This is what native speakers do. Yeah. And this also speaks to the importance of not learning English in isolation right in a textbook or classroom where people are not actually connected to the real use of it. I mean, at All Ears English, we are all about the real use of language. And again, we know how do we use that to connect? And this is it right here, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Totally. Um, so I would say the ya and the wa sound, like that stuff is completely normal across the board, happens all the time, like all day, every day. Yeah. But this next one we're going to teach you about <laughs> is interesting. Lindsay, yeah, can you well, talk this about is, this? This is a little <laughs> bonus for you guys today. Yeah. So don't worry as much about this one if you don't notice it or you, you don't want to, you don't need to repeat this either. But what I've noticed, which I think is really interesting, <laughs> I noticed this um, in New England and have, in, both of us have also noticed this in more rural areas all over the country, yes. is that when a native speaker ends a word with an uh sound, for example, the town in Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, they don't say Alexandria, they say Alexandria. Alexandria. That's so weird. I, weird. Like, I would love to do a research paper on, like, where it's, and why this is happening. Well, I, I <laughs> yeah, it. it's, it's really interesting because I feel like it's, well, up in Boston, I think it's connected to the weird way that Bostonians, so some Bostonians do this, but then to complement that, they drop the R when it's there. So it's like they add an R when they don't yeah. have it, but they drop the R, the real locals, right, from Southie, yeah, totally. for example, if you've ever seen Goodwill Hunting, you know what I'm talking about. They say, of course, the old Harvard instead of Harvard, right? right? So it's like they compliment, they add an R when they don't need to, and they drop it when they when they do need to have it. But then there's the rural piece, which you said, Jessica, you've noticed this out in parts of Oregon. In right? the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, for sure. Because my one of my brothers actually grew up in a really small town in Oregon. And he doesn't talk like this anymore. But <laughs> he used to like, instead of saying wash, he would say wash. Right, right. And this is like, it's a total country thing. Yes. It's a country thing. Like, Our, yeah. small town, not connected to a city for some reason. It, like, I, it's a small town accent thing. We should so dig into this. We're such language Yes. I also resonate with that, the worst, too, because my freshman college roommate who was from Western Virginia, from a small, she grew up on a farm, quiet girl, like just very small town girl. She said Washington, Mary Washington. Yes. And I was like, yes. wait, I, I'm coming down from New England and I'm totally culture shocked. And I'm thinking, why 
sorry. She's saying Washington. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound so weird. Like if yeah. you've never been exposed to anybody talking like that, yeah. it's really confusing. <laughs> like for native speakers to hear someone talk like that. And it's like, it becomes a totally different word. Yeah. Like I don't, what do you mean Warsh? Yeah. That's not even Why? a word. What are you even saying right now? Okay. The next <laughs> time you hear someone do that, you have to stop them and be like, okay, tell me why you're doing that. Just tell me what's going on here. This is exactly. Yeah, I am gonna. Okay, in my spare time. Yeah, so much. In my immense amount of spare time, I'm gonna research this linguistic (laughs) phenomenon. So, guys, how can you take this and take action for your own English? Well. Last week, guys, we told you about the Connected Communicator course because we do outline some of these rules in specific lessons. But there's another way that they could like cement this knowledge. Yeah. I mean, we know that you guys love real-time transcripts. You love having the transcripts. We talked last week about the importance of having those transcripts that you can work with so that you can kind of identify these exact mechanisms that native speakers are doing, right? That we're doing on the show, our guests are doing. Mm on the show. So if you go ahead and become a member of the iOS app, you have the opportunity to see real-time transcripts right on your screen, right on your phone while you listen. And I actually had a quick Skype interview with the user of the app yesterday from Brazil who loves the transcripts because she's right at that intermediate level and she needs something to hang on to, right? So she's finding it super useful to be able to follow them on her way to work on the train, for example. She can read them as we speak. I love it. For for a second, I was picturing someone in their car, like trying yeah, to drive. Yeah. I hope that's okay. not what's happening. No, no, I don't no, okay, on the that. train. <laughs> okay, good. Still be safe, drivers, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. I would say like intermediate and above. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, like g- yes, like so useful and in different ways. So being able to improve those listening skills by having the real time transcripts mm-hmm. that move as we talk, like that is gold. That is invaluable for building that confidence and those listening skills. And then if we think about what we're teaching today with these pronunciation rules, Mm -hmm. being able to catch stuff like this, because it's like you're hearing us talk and you see these words, these phrases on the screen and you're Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, like these two words, these two words were joined together. Oh, that's intrusion or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> but to have this like a conscious knowledge yeah. of how, like why we're difficult to understand and being able to consciously recognize that with the transcripts, that's amazing. Exactly. I agree. So guys, go over. If you do have an iOS device, go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses. You do get a seven day free trial so you can try it out, see if you like it and then join because the students who really dig into All Ears English, you know, I've seen reviews from students who say they joined us. They only understood 30% and then they They really dug in. They really figured it out. And they studied every day. They got to 80% comprehension. Oh, I love it. That's amazing, guys. Can you imagine a 50% jump in your comprehension and your confidence? Because that goes hand in hand. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, go on over there and grab that while you can. And Jessica, this has been another good episode. Thanks for hanging out today. Super fun. My pleasure, Lizzie. (laughs) Have a good day. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, 
Then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.